correctly with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. You are escorted. So a few guests are mingling here in the entrance hall, but then the party kind of moves to different locations. So there's the main banquet hall and there is lavish food and drink on display here. You see Navakot here. He is once again, very stylishly dressed in a a dark sapphire blue suit, you know, like long suit with a top hat and so forth. He gives you a wink, Jez, as you enter. And he continues to uh, draw the attention of one Lady Lariel Silverhand. Lord of knows who he is. So she is, like all the Seven Sisters, Lariel Silverhand is a tall, elegant-looking woman with silver hair, despite the fact that she looks perpetually youthful. She has that strange quality where she could be 20 or 40 or anything in between, and is dressed actually very simply. If anyone here is dressed in a nice gown that is not lavish or insisting upon herself, it'd be her. It's just, it's just a nice sort of simple pale blue and sort of silver design. It's quite modest has sort of a high collar and so forth. She doesn't have a wizard staff or anything like that. She looks relatively normal and she is just sitting there sipping some champagne while she sits there listening to (laughs) Nevercott, who is whispering sweet nothings. Well, sort of whispering sweet nothings in her ear. You've you've seen him in full seduction mode and he's doing that now. Is she she buying it? Uh, It looks like it. (laughs) It it looks like she finds him attractive and is definitely being charmed. I'm going to go over and talk to them. Like she, she is a very regal countenance yeah. uh, but you can see that he's kind of poking at the cracks of that and doing a relatively good job this is a bad idea so you, you wander over yeah okay oh hello Mr. Master Locke he says a pleasure I'm so glad that you, that you could come oh it's uh, I find myself in such esteemed company how could I turn down such an invitation may I introduce Lady Lariel Silverhand the open lord of Waterdeep I'm sure you're familiar <laughs> you <laughs> may indeed she gives she gives you a little smile just a, a very you know polite smile and you know holds her hand out not, not, not for you to kiss her just to shake her I will give her a firm handshake you give her a firm handshake yeah. and she says charmed I understand that you uh, were responsible uh, for the salvation of one Rainer Neverember oh indeed yes in one of our earlier escapades yes we uh, <laughs> he accompanied us here tonight in fact oh fantastic I, I have not seen him yet but maybe accompanied was too strong a word <laughs> She says, she we says, enjoy the presence of his company on a regular basis. Okay, she just gives you a little nod and says, well, I'm, I'm certainly glad to hear it. He's a very charming lad. He is. I'm just wondering how much to spill here. I feel like, <laughs> in some ways, she's the kind of person who you can trust. Really not in front of Jalaxi. So well, she, no, not, not about our tonight's endeavours, but just about in general, like, hey, so we might turn up on your day one day reeking of dragon fire. And So at this point, though, she seems to take your arrival as a good excuse for her to actually get away from okay. Nevercott, who, no. while, while she's charmed by a little flustered by she's, she's, she's just kind of I need to get a, I, I need to move on and yeah. so she says well uh, since you two know each other I'm sure you'll have lots to talk about I really must uh, try to uh, say hello to Osvaldo before I leave and she wanders around a dance later I hope says Nevercott yes of course he does she there. know who you are yes she does ah that must be so freeing for you yes I have brought my case for the addition of Lusk and the Lord's Alliance to her directly oh, that is good hmm. she is 
considering, but wants me to prove my devotion and loyalty to the city. <gasps> I think I have a way to do so. He smiles. As luck would have it, I wanted to speak with you on that very matter. Uh, apparently you went on a date with my sister. Several. Mm-hmm. This isn't a problem, of course. You are welcome. I fear the only problem is for you, but you know. <laughs> what <laughs> a man chooses to do in his own free time is his own... He smiles and leans forward and says, while I certainly would not imagine you would want to join us, you are welcome on my bed at any time, Mr. Locke. <laughs> well, that's a good thing to know. <laughs> Um, and I shall move right on. <laughs> it's like, you mentioned to her that you okay. might... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm just, I, I allow the notion to entertain him. Sure. Um, you mentioned you might want any magical items out of the... Uh, any any hordes we may or may not stumble upon. So, uh, keeping up the never copper persona just in case any eavesdroppers yeah. are around, he says, Yes, well, you know, as uh, as much as we are have been led to believe it is but coins that dwell within the vaults of Neverember, it is possible that he has taken the chance to hide other powerful items. Ones that in his time as Lord of Waterdeep and his other escapades he has obtained and doesn't want to risk keeping on his person or transporting yet to Neverwinter. Indeed, items that we may not even know about because he forced us to forget them. Well, exactly so. And with that in mind, not knowing what we might find in there, I am compiling a list of what people's first picks are. Dibs, as you were. Indeed. I put forward the notion to Jez that I might be perhaps able to select the first of any items there. If there are several, the rest are yours. Everybody wants. So I'm going to make a little list, and maybe this can all be resolved without everybody screaming, I got first choice because I said the dibs. I got first choice because I talked to a tree to to the druid. I see. Well, we don't know what items are in there. If if any. That's true. So what you do is you say the items you would like to have, and if they are there, we give you preference, assuming there's no conflicting thing at this point. We just go with who we like best. I see, I see. Well, let's let's look at it this way. Let's be honest. We all know that the most powerful magical items of all rings and staffs. Mm-hmm. It's always the way universally. Now, I, I do have so many rings already. Let's say I have my pick of, say, the first staff there. The first staff. I think we're going back to inviting me into your bed again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are almost as charming as your sister. Well, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just turned off. That's so so let's say, cold. if there are any staffs, I, I may have my choice of them. If there are no staffs whatsoever, then, well, I will defer to picking last. Good, good, and I will just make a little note on this part, like a little notebook, and just write in it, never caught, starves, <laughs> brackets, no rings, <laughs> and any particular starves, because I think there's an angry tree where you re- we agreed to maybe give some starves to. I think they're part of his arms or something. So any particular starves you're after? Not at all. Okay. It's simply an item of my expansive collection that is somewhat lacking. Fair enough. And yeah, I suppose you don't need any more nimble rides either. Uh, no. How is Nim working out, by the way? Very good. Making lots of little birds, as I'm sure you know. Well, I, I can only imagine. I'm sure you can. The imagination must be very vivid and lifelike. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna, give me a deception check if you're, if you're trying to keep that um, as... No, this is just friendly banter. <laughs> this is just friendly banter. I see. Very well, then. He, he can he, take what he means. He gives, you a, he gives you a curious look and says, indeed. And I return him with an equally crypt... Ah, no, I return to him a cryptic look. Is there a, is there a prolonged uh, scene of, like, it cuts to a wide shot of just the two of you just slowly <laughs> slowly sipping a beverage while yeah, it's like he's trying to figure out how much does he know how much does he suspect how much is he trying to wheedle out of me 
Mm. I feel like he knows everything. Well, well he doesn't what know what happened. I yeah, but he doesn't necessarily know what I know versus what I think I know. Uh-huh. You know, and like, you know, am I just <laughs> trying to confirm things with Well that's that's I imagine that's the thing we're playing. He says, you know, the castle does have a couple of uh, any points over to the corner. I, a couple of my number rights, in fact, of course they had to one up all their contemporaries in order to <laughs> Oh well. Mm. Two sales to me, not a problem at all. Now that room was the only room that wasn't warded. This is correct. And now it is warded. No, it's bugged. Bugged. Yes. She would in theory know if he was looking. Possibly. If it looks. One of the nimble rights is actually down here. Like they're showing it off. It's a, it's a particularly resplendent one. This is the, this is the nimble right that's basically like a golden gilded thing with yeah, a, yeah. It, its head uh, is essentially festooned with golden feathers that yeah. come out Ooh. of it in a very beautiful design. Remarkable creatures. He says, well, I must mingle. Best of luck with everything this evening. All right. With that, he wanders over. He, he wanders away. So what do you do? The floor is yours, people. We, we, we cut to Izzy, Lyle, Are we all together? Yes, you are. Unless you say otherwise. All right. Unless anyone else is saying otherwise. Well, I mean, you all came in together. So I, I wouldn't be far away. Yes. All right, no. uh, we need to find the children. Yes. Probably a good place to start. That's going to be the uh, something to acquire early and not uh, cause too much of a scene, hopefully. Because you need their. Why are we their, firing the children? Because you need to have either their oh. tears or blood. blood. Do we want to consider splitting the party or anything like that when it comes to just this early stage where just we're the getting mingling. the children and then getting yeah. the antidote to the? We've already handled the the antidote. We have a well, we've got oh. we've got him there, but it's kind of one of those things where we don't necessarily want to rely entirely. And it does depend to... a bit on the timing. It depends mm-hmm. when he's taking the chef and the rest of it. If he's already impersonating her, then that's fine. We can just slip on in there. Are yeah. the children present in the party or have they been you cannot to... see You cannot see them currently. Right. You're in the main entrance hall. You're about to go into the grand ballroom. You're, you're in the dining area. Alright. You're going to need someone who can actually get what we need from the child children and you're going to need someone who can explain it away. So I feel like the Lock Twins are going to be best place for that. Which Sounds one's going to make them cry? Well, I'm going to leave that to, <laughs> leave that to them to discern. And the less that I have to dwell on that, the better. In the meantime, the three of us will turn our attention to the the wine problem. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So under uh, no circumstances is anyone going to try and breach the temple unless we are all present. Agreed. If at some point that things go awry, then we need a place to reconnoiter, and I'm going to suggest rather than outside of the grounds, we head up. Mm-hmm. So place where we have the place where it's been bugged. Mm-hmm. Uh, Library. Yes, because we know at the very least that that has some degree of warding, so it might protect us from any further um, attempts to scry allocation. Okay. All right. I will. You leave. notice that stocking up the table, the actual grand table that has some of the most beautiful food you've ever seen in your life. You can see that there is a sort of a middle-aged tiefling woman who has a very, very pale, almost pinkish red skin, sort of a rose-colored skin. And she is dressed like a chef, but, you know, in a very, very expensive and very nice-looking sort of chef's uniform. Presumably, this is the head chef, who you don't know if Victor Trench has taken the persona of yet, or whether that is still to occur. But Shall we find out? So she is just currently sitting there, ordering a couple of lesser staff members, you know, no, put that there, put that closer to there. Yes, good, good, good. You know, that, that sort of thing. So, do we should investigate? Oh, we're doing our other... We're going to the kids now, are we? Oh, okay. I don't, know if we, I don't know if we'd necessarily split. Well, should we split then? Or well, now seems like an opportune time to do it. I absolutely agree. And I think there's merit in finding out about the cook for no other mm. reason yes. that... 
um, the children have to eat at some point. That's I will true. give you the I will give you the antidote. Very well. Mm-hmm. So you have it now. So Lyle and I are going to go investigate the. I think it's going to. No, be... we're going to the children. Oh, okay. So yeah, Nick and Jez will do that because we're probably the best to coax tears or blood. You know, we're probably the most socially okay, agile the of them. Okay. Yeah, Izzy, I'm... Lyle, and myself will deal with the wine problem. Okay. Yes. Let's let's start with Hurst, Izzy, and Lyle. So the three of you, you're approaching the chef? Uh, yes. Okay. I just want to get some kind of information that we might have beforehand. Mm-hmm. Was there a way to identify Victor Trench even yes. in a disguise? Very yes. much so. Was it because it's, it's, purely, it's purely illusionary. So if you touch someone... Oh, it was a backwards hands. Yeah. But, no, but not just that. It's, mm. it's, it's disguise self which you can cast at will, which means right. it's purely illusionary. So he is a large furry tiger person yes. with backwards hands. Yes. And this middle-aged tiefling woman is not anything like that. So if you reach out and touch her, you'll feel a furry arm. Well, in this case, surely if she's shorter than him, if you were to pass your hand above her shoulder and you you felt resistance, you would know that it's... And that wouldn't even be that... You could even just sort of walk past and, I don't know, lift your elbow up. And if you hit something there... Exactly. She is a good head shorter than him, in fact. Yeah. The thing I'm going to point out is that neither you nor I is here in the best position to do that. No. No, we are quite short. (laughs) But... But... (laughs) You, <laughs> you hold him up. So, however, just, just yeet me. <laughs> but can I ask though, before anything else happens, mm. just to cut through this right away, because yeah, it yeah. is disguise self. There is a DC to spot it. So, yes. can anybody wants to give me a perception or investigation check yeah. on the chef? I would love to do that. Uh, I think it's just intelligence, actually, Inte- investigation. Yes, not a perception. Oh yes, yeah, so pardon me, it is. Pardon, pardon me. Hurst does not do it. Too much going on. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you can tell this is in fact just the way that she occasionally will pick up things and her hands will look a little bit awkward. Yeah. It is definitely Victor Trench already. Okay. And as the three of you approach, the chef wanders over and says. Excuse me, I could use uh, someone trying, if one of the guests would be so kind as to try uh, this ham. I believe it's perfect, but I have another one in the storeroom. If a better one would suffice, I would like to know now, but save myself embarrassment, she says, wandering over and offering you a plate of ham. And you can very clearly see, mm-hmm. just with your passive perception, that there is a strange ruby brooch that is underneath the plate. Ah, I see. That he's palming to you. All right, well, I'll take that. You take that. Yes. You look at the brooch and you, you notice that it is is magical and you can automatically feel a connection to something Right. And in fact, looking at the brooch, looking at the gigantic red ruby, you realize that this is the bug the, eye. The, the eye for the bug upstairs, which you can use to scuttle around. Ooh. Ooh. Well, uh, let me know how it goes. Halfling taste, and uh, I take a I take a bite of the ham. It's good ham. Excellent. Thought so. Just thought I'd check. Thank you so much. Please enjoy the evening. Mm. She gives you a knowing a knowing glance, and then wanders away. All right. The wine is ready, my lady, for the grounds. And Lady Amalia wanders over and says, "Oh, splendid, splendid." Do be sure to insist that each of them try some. It is a special occasion. It would be very rude for them to refuse, even if it's just a tiny sip for the toast that I will hold. Lyle. Hello. I do forget that you are, of course, one of the few clerics of Timora that I know. I have something to share with you. Please, oh. in- indulge me. She's, she holds her hand. I take it. Feel, and she, she wants to lead you away. Okay. Do you go? Uh, yes, but if I can make some sort of sleight of hand check <laughs> to pass the brooch to... Actually, two things. First of all, if I have the brooch, who yes. gets to see uh, through it? Only the person that is holding the brooch. Okay, cool. So to be clear, it's so only when you're holding there. it that you can actually see the little image in the jewel. That yes. is what the what the bug sees. All right. And the bug but you also away. know, you also realise straight away, as soon as you touch it, yeah. that you can control the bug mentally. All right, excellent. In which case, I might sleight of hand that to Izzy. Yep. Izzy, you take the brooch. Okay. And you are now, likewise, 
educated on the fact that the bog can wander around and move, and you can also see through it. All right. And um, I allow myself to be escorted. She escorts you to a balcony overlooking the grounds. Okay. A beautiful stone balcony. You can see that there is a pavilion set up outside with 99 commoners and a few mm-hmm. a few other waitstaff and so forth serving them food. And a lot of them are dressed up in good common garb, but they are being looked over by a few of the guards who are advising that they, you know, eat and drink and be merry and all that kind of thing. My benevolent action for the day in showing that, of course, for those that have, it is important to share with those that have not. I have hosted separate to this and made no big advertisement of it. The fact that I am entertaining, oh, a, a few score mm-hmm. commoners, those that are a bit more downtrodden than the people I normally entertain in my manner, would you be kind enough to pass on my goodwill and gesture of affection to the common folk to the Temple of Timora? One of the few temples I have very little correspondence with. I'll do just that. Resplendent. With that, just behind her, you notice that the woman that was wearing fire yes. <laughs> looks out and says, oh, oh, commoners. Oh, you've invited commoners as well. Oh, aren't you a dear? Yes, I rather thought so. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And she says, I must mingle with them. I must slum it. <gasps> and she wanders down. She goes to, she goes to uh, leave yeah. the balcony and Amali just like grabs her oh, yes. arm and says, Oh, darling, darling, no, don't slump that far. I know you'll regret it tomorrow. You've probably had too much already. Oh, I can introduce you to a merchant prince in the main ballroom. He's new <clears throat> money. New. Oh, gosh. How new? Months. <laughs> oh! <laughs> How particularly disgusting. Introduce me at once. <laughs> and so Amalia looks relieved and just gives you a, gives you a little smile and then with that walks away. Oh, wow, leave. I wonder if there is something wrong with <laughs> I wonder. No, but guys, we now have the opportunity, the excuse to be mingling, because I'm carrying the blessings of time or that I'm conveying from Lady Amalia. I have a oh. reason to be down there now. Ah Come to the Lock Twins. So uh, Lock Twins, what are you doing? You're sneaking where? Upstairs? Making children cry. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to find out where the children are? I will use my half disguise to disguise myself as a servant in yep. the livery of the servants. Done. And we'll just say that you're just trying to find a room to fix up your makeup or something. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's, that's... You get a disguise. I'm just a dumb idiot walking around trying to fix my makeup. It's worked for us so far. <sighs> also, yeah. given your introduction. I'm more than happy to just stealth around being that that is my whole fucking deal. Uh, you do that <laughs> and I will walk down the hall. So you just look like a servant? Now, yeah. what are you... Very importantly, are you just... Uh, disguising yourself as a guard, like a golden armoured guard, or a one of the, just the wait staff? One of the wait staff, okay. and I'll copy one who, uh, whoever seemed like they were walking around. I'll spend a moment okay. looking around for the one who walks around with the most authority. Okay. So someone who obviously is unused to being questioned. There is a male a male tiefling, tall, thin fellow, who seems to be sort of effectively the head Headway. waiter. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I will do him, because he's le- not likely to be questioned. Correct. And actually your description fits my f- physical build fairly well, so it'd yes. be very hard to tell that I'm not him. Correct. Um, yes, I'll be him and I shall basically walk, yes, walk like I'm, I know where I'm going. Okay, fantastic. So you start, now, uh, Jez, can you give me a stealth check just to sort of mm-hmm. tail Nick and make sure that you are not disturbed? 22. Great, that's fine. So you make your way through the hall. You go upstairs, you go above the ballroom, and then to where you assume the upper floor is. So you find your way to a hallway, which is, once again, just beautiful, long vases, expensive paintings lining the walls, and you can see there is one room that has a pair of guards stationed outside it. So it's clearly a room of some import. Mm. Do you approach? I will quickly hang back and just whisper Soto voice to Jez, who I assume is like... Slinking in the shadows yeah. behind in the you. Shadows. Behind a tapestry right now. Shall we try guile or violence? Guile is always my first option. 
<laughs> the tapestry actually extends to right near where one of the guards are, so if you need to jump out and stab one, you can. Okay, mm-hmm. you position yourself there, and if it goes, if, if this goes south, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Probably non-lethal at this point is best. Sure. Yes, so I will approach brusquely mm-hmm. and motion for them just to... I'll just, actually, you know what? I'll just go open the door. I won't yeah, even, like, move out of the way, buddy. The, the guard on the left, flipping up her visor, you can see that she's a tall, dark-skinned woman who with um, really sort of piercing green eyes, she looks at you and says, excuse me, when are you supposed to be bringing food? I am. I'm checking what they want tonight. Oh, give me a persuasion check. Actually, yeah. that's that's deceit. That's definitely deception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very plausible, though, and you are in that, so I'll give you advantage. Thank you. Ah, terrible rolls. I'm going to use luck to re-roll that. It was a five and a three. Everyone has inspiration. I'll use inspiration to re-roll that. Yeah. 25. Okay. So she seems perfectly placated by that and just opens the door and leans in to the point where actually, Jez, you can very easily slip in behind her as she turns her back. Nice. So, uh, I'll do that. So, so both Get of you, in there first. Yeah. yeah. So you you stick to the shadows. This, this is very clearly the children's bedroom. And you can see that one of them, the little girl, is in here. And she is currently sitting on her bed reading a gigantic book that's, you know, it's a, it's a huge storybook. And it's, a, it's kind of bigger than she is. Mm. When she looks up, she says... Yes, and she stands, sort of stands to attention. She's obviously very well behaved. Where is your brother? I I don't know, sir. <laughs> She's lying, isn't she? Yeah, the, the, even your passive inside. He's hiding somewhere in the room. Um, no, I won't say that. I'll be like, oh, that's a pity because he's going to miss out on the magic tricks. And I'll oh use the... I'll, I'll change my appearance with my hat. She says, oh, oh um, no, sir. He's, um, he slipped away. Uh, he, he just wants to have a talk with our brother. Okay, this complicates things. But I will stick by my original Which, action. Which, by the way, what? The yeah, brother's dead. Yes, dead. I know, it complicates. So I will, I'll change my appearance with a hat and make myself look like a wizard. Okay. Uh, by the way, this room is large yeah. and there are two four-poster beds in here. Uh, there are dozens and dozens of toys strewn all around the ground. A couple of the toys are animated, like there's a, a little wooden horse which is just clopping, clopping around, similar to what Tabitha has. Yeah, yeah. So you change yourself to look like a wizard. And I say, he's going to miss out on the magic. Oh, um. And I change myself to be a wizard. She, he, he, he shouldn't be sneaking around, but he, he's not here. He's up in the attic talking to our brother. That's okay. I'm just going to ignore that for now and move right along because that's a whole bunch of nonsense we don't need to deal with. I mean, do we need both children or just yeah. one children? Both of them. Yeah. Well, uh, unless, one children. unless you only want to save one. Well, he clearly disobeys and is naughty and goes up to the attic to talk to dead people, so frankly, yeah, you know, fuck no, 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 credit. no, 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 bad. You bad, get no bad credit dog. for partial answers. <laughs> also, um, this just became an interesting thing because if because the oldest son was taken according to yes. partial answers. We might be talking to a ghost, or we might be bound, or we might be a demon living in the attic because the right's or gone wrong. Could just be a little kid goes upstairs. Oh, you could just have a to talk to his brother. Yeah, well, this is D and D. Yeah, I was going to say in this setting. <laughs> well, let's roll. I hope he comes back soon because we were supposed to play this. The night slays the dragon game. Well, I say turning myself into a dragon person. She's. <gasps> Okay, and she, she she reaches under the bed and she pulls out a, a helmet, like an actual steel helm, mm. and puts it on, and then picks up like a little wooden sword, which she also has stashed under the under oh. the bed, and then runs up to you and says, "Be gone, foul dragon!" And starts like hitting your leg. So I will play at this for a little while. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, then I'm oh gonna whisper no. out from the shadows. Yeah. Do you want me to go get him? Yes, let's split the party again. Yes, actually, let's do that. I will get the blood of her. No, I'll get the tears of her. <laughs> Are you saying this out loud? Um. Yeah, she, 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 the dragon will 
sign. Oh, of course you can. Yeah. Uh, I'm like a dragon, humanoid dragon. I guess I'm like a dragonborn, I guess. I will simply sign back above her head. Yes, go get him. I'll get her tears. The family's far too snooty neighbourless to have taught their children sign language, so I imagine yeah. that she can't speak it. Um, and so, basically, just to sort of tell you what I plan to do, mm-hmm. is I'm going to go at this for a while, and then I'll change like an old wise man, and I'm going to uh-huh. tell her a very sad fairy tale. Aww. And I will hopefully elicit a few tears. By the way, you notice that she keeps not looking at the door, but looking at the window. Where the boy's gone. Yes. And then as she, when she cries, I will simply say, okay, don't cry. I don't know. There's a happy ending, and I will scoop her tears up and put them in a little glass vial. Okay. And give her the happy ending of the story. Let's do it. Give me a performance check. I definitely don't have that. I thought you used charisma threw in on. I thought I was going to, and I said I went acrobatics. I have persuasion in telling, like, trying to make oh a girl boy. cry. I don't know. I think, it's, I think yeah. it's performance. Just straight roll then. I mean, it would be. It's storytelling. I just don't have it. I'll give you... I, I like the tactic, so I'll give you advantage, but it, it will okay. definitely be just straight So this charisma, charisma then, yes. so. Plus three. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen overall? Yep. Yeah. She's a very sensitive little thing. If you just tell yeah. her a... So, uh, if you tell her a tale where any hero dies, then that's it. It looks like he dies, but he does come back to life. But in, when, when she's crying... Yes. I will it's okay, don't cry, and I'll take the tears off her face and I will secrete them okay. within the illusion into a glass vial, which I think we obviously brought knowing we had to get tears yeah. of blood. That's fine. Yeah. That's Cork fine. it, and I'll give her the happy ending of the story. While that happens. And that's well, yeah. Yeah, while that happens, Jez, are you going to be going out the window? Yeah, so she basically unlatches the window, climbs out, and assumes that there's going to be a fairly easy climb if a child can do it. Yes. Up the side of the building uh, uh, towards what looks like an attic. Absolutely. So you just go as high as possible. Uh, now, probably just be looking for scratchings and things like that if this little, boy does this quite, yeah. quite often she would just be following that that's actually very easy to see clearly he goes up here quite a lot yeah. however there will be no climb check it's too easy to climb up on the outside but yeah. you will have to give me a stealth check yeah I might re-roll that with advantage ooh I rolled the same number <laughs> was meant to be 12 that's fine that's okay. okay. I mean, de- depending on whom you are trying to surprise. So you, you climb up to the top and you can see up here, in this window, you can see that there is a large attic with a very, very large summoning circle in blood on the ground. Oh, good. Yeah. And you can see that, thankfully, there's nothing in the summoning circle at the present time except for a bowl of what appears to be blood, mm-hmm. a big golden bowl. However, next to that, on the southern, on the southern part of the attic, you can see in the darkness, that there is a little boy, the same little boy, you, you, you know him, of yeah, course, yeah. and he is sitting down cross-legged in front of what appears to be a prison, like a holding cell mm. that has been built into oh. the side of the attic. And you can see, stooped over and kind of quivering in rage, is a chain devil. Mm. A chain devil is like a tall, twisted-looking creature that is basically in internal torment because it is covered head to toe in bladed chains which it uses as weapons they're shock troops but clearly when their older brother's soul was yeah. lost yeah. it was lost but he remained here and is now bound up in their attic oh. he is reading a bedtime story to it and the, the devil just kind of sits there <laughs> lashing out with the chains rattling every once in a while like at one point half half the time thinking about grabbing the kid through the bars but then not and then uh, at, at times partially being soothed by the story and, and the, the kid reads very well but he's very very sure He's not like his sister at all. You've never heard him say a word, but he's just sort of like, yeah, and then the fairy did this and that and blah, 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 blah. So question, does it look like he just summoned no. something? Or no. is this an old summoning circle? This is an old, old summoning circle.
morning circle. Maybe it's yeah. used all the time, but the fact is, or maybe, maybe they brought it up to make a deal with Asmodeus. It doesn't look like he's using it or anything like Oh, that. no. no oh, de- definitely not. No, no, no. Just he's just trying to lead to his brother. If they're cultists, yeah. they would have to correspond with Asmodeus every once in a while, and this is probably the avenue they do to yeah, do so. Yeah, cool. So you want to give Satan a call? Go for it. seems weird when you've got a temple underneath your thing, but then you use your attic. Better use for that space, surely. Yeah. Well, the temple, you know, is warded against summoning. Yeah. Ah, clever. So she's just going to watch this for a little while, mm. um, and then oh, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to shock him too much, but wants to have a conversation with him. So just kind of goes <clears throat> and steps out from the shadows. So, so he looks up in shock and turns around. And it, you know, as mentioned, he's got you know tan skin, sort of scruffy blonde hair, uh, sort of sort of dirty blonde hair. And he's he's dra- even though he's supposed to be going to bed, he's got like a little night a little nightgown on. He stands up and slams the book, and then gets back, and the chain devil just lashes out and starts to. Like, like lash and throw the chains left and right and left and right and left and right and it creates quite a ruckus mm. cut to you three downstairs uh-huh. very with your perception check Hurst mm-hmm. you hear what sounds like a strange sort of clack clack rattle 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 and you notice that uh, in the because this is in the, in the upper floor in the ballroom mm-hmm. and this is Lyle as well Lyle, yes. Lyle and Izzy and Hurst you're all sort of still together you only Lyle and Hurst and maybe a couple of other people at the party hear it it's loud right now mm-hmm. but one person that definitely notices it is Lord Casalenta and Uh-oh. so he with his half elven ears and just he kind knows, of he knows what's what too. He, he just sort of but he doesn't seem really perturbed it's just kind of you know sort of like and then he just shut up he, boy he was talking with Larry Silverhand and then just sort of uh, I, I, apologies I must attend to this and then with that he turns and starts to walk upstairs and he'll get upstairs before no, you, I could or any any three of you could either try to cut him off or mm-hmm. someone could try to distract him or someone else tries to get up there to be fair you wouldn't know what this is you're just no. this is exactly yeah. what this I was you, thinking now you know that the lock twins are fucking around upstairs this and this yeah. is a noise that has come from upstairs oh. you don't know the details that's, okay that's fair yeah. that'd be enough to act on but like some, somebody will need to distract him if somebody wants to get up there first you can follow him that's not a problem uh, I could get up there first I'm not going to be good at distracting him I think you being you actually could be <laughs> quite the distraction <laughs> yes oh you could knock something over maybe that'd be rude or just like turn into an ape and just start jumping around too much of a distraction Raynar Neverember is there oh yeah he's, he's arrived yeah. recently and yes. so if you wanted to ask him to distract him <gasps> yeah, you yes. yeah that's best Mm. Up to you. I and mean, if he was doing that, then you could. Yes. All three of you then could go upstairs likewise to meet. Well, you're going to have a bit hard. Not that you'd know this, of course. But we have yeah. hard of getting past the guards. Yeah. But the other half of the thing is we've got our own kind of agenda here. Yes. Yeah. We have to tend to the. This is a just poison. A distraction you may not need. Well, send yeah. send Neverember and then leave us to do our business. All right. So yes. Uh, absolutely. So if Neverember is in proximity, he is. Yeah. Actually, Hurst, you want to get Neverember onto this? I've got. I'll take the lead on the next yep. part. Uh, so I will make my way over there. Never remember and just sort of elbowing. So his plus one is a is a beautiful Tarami young woman, uh, maybe twenty two or so. She looks like you know Domino from Deadpool. That yes, yes. Yes. I like her. I, think, I I forget her name, but you know she's mm-hmm. got you know dark skin, very sort of curly curly hair, which is done up in a, a red dress and a few sort of rubies entwined in her hair. Ooh. She sits there fanning herself with a, a hand fan, obviously. He says, "Oh, Hurst, uh, real quick, can you um, 
talked a little more Castle Lander. Nothing fancy. Just keep him here. Ah, uh, yes, certainly. Okay, with that he wanders over to him and then just kind of, you know, Victorio, Castle yeah. and just sort of puts a hand on his, sh- on his arm and says, Victorio, it has been too long. I have not, I have not said hello this evening yet. He's like... Uh, if you'll excuse me, Mr. Uh, Reynard, I, I apologize. I must, see, I must see to something, but I will be down very shortly to have a conversation with you. And Reynard just kind of like takes a deep breath, leans into his ear, and you see him whisper something. Uh-oh. And then Victoria's like, or maybe I could investigate later. <laughs> <laughs> he says, wine, please. Now, we're going to cut mm-hmm. to Jez, because while this has been going on, there's been some, some rattling. And the little boy says, you shouldn't be in here. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just heard you told really good bedtime stories, and oh, I'm so sorry. Should we leave? Oh, no. He seems oh, no. upset. You're not a thief, are you? I mean, I am, but not this evening. No, 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 no. He wanders over. He says, thieves disappear. Would you like me to disappear? No, I mean, yes. I I, I want you to, to not disappear, disappear. What, what do you mean? Well, when mum, mother and father catch a thief, uh, they do magic on them and make them walk downstairs. And then there's screaming and then we don't see them again. That's all right. I'm a pretty good thief and I disappear in the right ways. I think we should maybe pop on out of this place for a little bit. Your, bro- your brother seems a bit upset. And so he, he turns to the chain double and says, stop, stop. She's okay. She's okay. The chain double just kind of sits there glaring at you like... <sighs> I ruffle his hair. Just kind of show that like I'm not a dangerous person to us. <laughs> right, oh, weekly. So the chain devil just sort of sits there affixing you with a malevolent glare. And he says, all right, we should go back downstairs then. All right, let's go the out the window then. That's fun. Good. He, he gives you a grin and says, yes. And with that, he scampers out. The three of you, you're in the corridor. Now, you've just got to the top of the, the landing, and you can see the long hallway festooned with mm-hmm. ornamentation, paintings, tapestries, etc. You see the two guards posted outside one room. Mm. What do you do? The quick question I have. Yes. Why are we up here? Um, we because we heard a noise. Because we're investigating the, the noise. noise. You're, you're trying to get us out of trouble. Okay. Oh, sorry. Lyle, sorry, you, you don't have to be here. Hurst was going to go up here to investigate yeah. the noise. I then I'm fine with that. Also, okay. just before it proceeds, I'm handing the antidote to you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Drops okay. it immediately. Sounds like, <laughs> like Izzy doesn't trust themselves. <laughs> That's okay. Really? So, just to be, just so I'm clear, who's gone upstairs? Sounds like Hurst. Okay, that's fine. So, so Hurst, you see two guards stationed outside a door. What do you do? How would Hurst do this? Because he can't do the, oh, just casually talking. Um, you can, and it's hilarious, to be fair. <laughs> I'm just wandering around. So, he heard a noise, and he's gone upstairs because he thinks his friends are in trouble. Maybe. I mean, you knew... Th- he well, thinks he might. these friends might be in trouble. It, it's up to you. You All you know is that there was some, some kerfuffle that went mm-hmm. on, which you heard. You know that the Lock Twins are up here and fucking around trying to get the children's tears. Or blood. Yes. And that's... But I see the guards are outside of a door and not reacting to anything. Yeah. And we know that the father is otherwise engaged. We know that the father is otherwise engaged. Okay. I think Hurst will take a sec and just sort of center himself and basically just actively listen. Okay. Um, so you hear a little bit of clanking, which mm-hmm. then subsides and stops. We need stones of fast speech or something. Jesus, this, this is unbearable. For the benefit of the podcast, he is... Yeah, looking around. Looking, I'm sorry. Looking around, <laughs> looking around with a curious yeah, just, I just don't know. You can hold and wait. Yeah. He might just hold off for a sec. He'll okay. just like find a chair and just sit on it and just like... The guards probably notice you, but don't think anything of it. They're He's not trying anything. No, so no they're, like, it, it's like... 
point you're forbidden from being here. It's just yeah. a bit unorthodox. With that then, Jez, you and the young boy scamper in the window. And Nick, of course, you and the young girl are still sitting there. She's wiping, wiping the last of her tears away. And she says, oh, you shouldn't do that. That was so very, very naughty. Both of them. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And he just wanders around. He says, who's this? He says, pointing at you. I'm a great magician. And I'll just change my appearance again. Okay. He gives, you a very, he gives you a polite clap. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll be like a satyr or a horned god or something. Okay. So I'll look to Jez. Are you skulking outside there? I came in with the boy. You came, yes. Yeah, so I mean, like, uh, I'll give you a questioning glance. Like, we got what we need. So Jez uh, steps in as well and says, um, oh, "What's the little boy's name, by the way?" Terenzio, and her uh, her name is Elzarina. Cool. So Elzarina and Terenzio are the twins. So she's going to kind of get on his level. And they're twins. twins. They are, are twins. They twins? Yeah. That's right. Oh, wow, that is. <laughs> she's going to get on his level um, and kind of like kneel and put her um, hands on his shoulders and just say, that uh, interesting character over there is my brother. And I'll drop the in, in unison, they both do the twin thing where they talk at the same time and say, you look nothing alike. Yeah. <laughs> and it's then you... true. I'm very attractive and he is basically a goblin. I'm a pretty one. <laughs> She, she giggles. Yeah. <laughs> and he just looks, you know, shy. And they, they look at you and actually look reassured. Two twins. Yeah, twins are cool. And she's the one who gave me the butterfly too. Correct. And we're twins too. I just want to... I, I want to be honest about something for a second. Okay. They look they, they look very intrigued. Oh, here they, we go. they listen. So I didn't come and see you because I wanted to hear your um, bedtime stories. But they are very good, by the way. I think that you should continue to be a storyteller. I think you have got a real talent for it. He looks down and says, I thought that was a lie. <laughs> but I'm here for a very good reason. Do you know what your parents do? I feel like you're smart kids, and I think you've got some idea. They look at each other, and then they look at you, and she says, No. And she's lying. Yes. Yeah. Well, your parents love you very much, but they've made some mistakes in their life. They're bad, she says. They are bad. Very bad, he says. It Shum doesn't mean they don't love you, but yes, they are very bad. And on one occasion, their badness may have put you at risk. I'm just looking for a reaction. Do okay. they know what what is happening with them? No, they, they don't. have no idea. No. Do you think that I'm good? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so they sort of shrug and look at and look at each other, and she says, "I suppose so." I'm making a willpower roll not to chime in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I'm good? Nick just bites his entire head. <laughs> I suppose so. Well, I if you if you would trust me, I want to do something to undo the bad thing that your parents have done that has put you at risk. But I need your help. Yes, please. Anything. They both say in unison. I'm just going to say, um, we need a couple of drops of your blood. Just a pinprick on your finger. Okay, he looks terrified and says, mm. no, that'll hurt. It will hurt. She straight up punches him in the face. Oh my God. <laughs> she just turns around oh, and just slaps him <laughs> right. Just punch. Oi. She just haymakers him in the nose. Wow. I wrench them apart. <laughs> is, is his nose bleeding? Yes, yeah. it's bleeding oh, no. oh, wow. What's her, what's her name again? It's, it's, it's Little Jez is her name. Isabella or? No, she, she just says, she smacks him in the face Oi. and then says, Give him your blood, coward. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Elzarina. 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 That is not what I meant. The door, the, the are you door opens. Okay? The door opens and the guards come in. Shit. What's going on? Who are you? Says the other guy. I uh, quickly get the fire. <laughs> 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 you try to <laughs> <out> the window. <laughs> 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 ah, I got the charge blood, bitch. 
bitch, I'm out of here. <laughs> hey, Nick, welcome to my world. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Fuck, I'm just, they, they go to draw steals. It's initiative. Yeah. They burst oh. in, the two of you are there, the kids are there. All they see is that he's fallen on his butt on the ground with blood streaming out of his face and she's just grabbing him. 22. 22. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, it's wow. like the, the one time they definitely won't believe is that the children were fighting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Hurst is, out, is there as well? Yeah, I rolled a five. Okay. Uh, sorry, ten. I love the fact that there may be a rumor going around town the next day that oh Jez Lock punches children in the face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thankfully, both Nick and Jez are going before them. So, first of all, Nick. Guards, this robber broke in the <laughs> Arrest her immediately. How's that bus approaching? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a, a tactic. Because they'd be looking at her, right? Yeah. So, I mean, as an action, I can change back to the to the dude. It's an action to do so, though. Yeah. Mm. And then I use my bonus action to talk. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you can say it if you were. That's fine. Can I do a persuasion check as a bonus action? Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you could also... You, you can do all this, of course. Or, I mean, you can try and knock the guards out, or you can try to persuade them that... You just throw Jez under the bus. That's another, <laughs> another option, I guess. I mean, it's a pretty good option. Let's see. It's up to you. I'll roll with whatever you do. I, I, to be honest, I'm not looking at throwing you under the bus. What I'm trying to do is basically say, yes, good, this, or play it off as, you know, this is the this is the window guard uh, who's trying to climb out the window. Sister clocked him. She's here to protect. Okay. And the window guard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So, you know what? Just because you're all laughing at me, that's the option I'm going to. So you, so, oh, cool. sorry, sorry. Action just so we're reeling. Okay, so you change back into the head waiter. Yep. And then you say, just out loud again, please, what, what, what's the lie that we're going with here? That she's the window guard. I'll be like, in a ball dress. <laughs> Don't be alarmed. The boy tried to climb out the window. His no, sister clocked uh, him. Because I've got... Ah, I'm wearing armour. It's not a yeah. ball gown. I just oh, dropped yes. the thing for a... Yeah. I, I dropped the illusion. Oh, okay, that's And fine. then I'm wearing armour. He tried to climb out the window into the attic again. And we've recently employed this lady here to stop that happening. <laughs> I just... Wow. I, I'll allow it, but man, this DC is going to be difficult. <laughs> I'm going for it. I've got three luck points to burn through. And With the, you may need them. No, I use the inspiration uh, to reroll. Yeah. Okay, so that's a 19. Mm-hmm. So that is a muscular 28. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so they look at each other and say, that's a really good idea. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, always, he's always getting out. Are you all right? Oh, please clean him up. It's our height. Okay. You go outside. We'll clean him up. This is why we hired the window guard. I don't think they're paying me enough, to be honest with you. <laughs> I know, right? All the wealth they have, they could pay us better, says one of the guards. So so she turns to her brother and says, and that's what lies in store for you if you leave the window again, you villain. And obviously, you know, the girl is the last She's so dramatic. <laughs> you villain! Yeah, just, I the, think they bought it. And the guards would see that they're not panicked by our presence, mm. you know, so... And the, well, the, the female guard turns to the turns to her and says Oi should you have that point of the steel helmet that she has I should <laughs> she wanders over and just takes give me that <laughs> takes it back from her this is missing <laughs> and she says it is now found <laughs> you know what actually you two can go downstairs and get a snack we'll clean this up come back in say a, I don't know whatever a quarter of an hour is in this world yeah yeah you say we'll clean this all up here alright a quarter turn of the clock <laughs> yes a quarter turn of the clock okay it works perfectly the children so she gives you a really exaggerated wink as yeah. you go to leave <laughs> yeah and we tell the children like you do not tell anyone 
especially your parents, that this happened. So they say, we won't. And then she turns to him and just holds her little fist up, <laughs> still with his blood on it, and says, yeah, you better not. With that, then, we cut to Lyle. I'm actually more concerned about the safety of these children now than I was before. <laughs> Lyle. The least of my worries at this point. While all, right. while all this nonsense is going on, what are you doing? All right, so Izzy and I. Izzy. Yes. And Lyle. We're making our way down to the commoner party. Done. There are a couple of guards that are posted on the outside of the commoner party who are mm-hmm. there clearly to deter other guests from joining in this particular revelry. And one of them stands forward and you, you sort of hear a booming voice come from underneath the armour and says, um, terribly sorry, this is uh, reserved for this particular uh, crew of guests. You'd be best to go back inside, my lord. Lady Amalia Castellanta has called upon my services as a cleric of Timor, I say, branching the, um, <laughs> the brass clover-leafed coin. Ah. And wishes me to offer communion and blessings upon those that are inside. Oh, I see. No word of that really is a lie, per se. It is. Absolutely not. No, exactly. So with that, he just lets you pass. Excellent. Very good, my lord. Just a little bow. When you walk in there, you can see that the chef, quote-unquote, Victor Trench is already around the true to his word, passing out some wine and making sure that everyone drinks and all that kind of thing. And anyone that objects, he, you know, is sort of saying, oh, just to sit for the toast, just to sit for the toast, that's all you need. I realise you don't often indulge, all that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. making sure that all the commoners are, are well fed. And, you know, it's, it's really raucous down here. It's nothing like the party inside. Yep. It's, like no. the, it's like the split parties in Titanic. Oh, yes, that's <laughs> you know, right. D- dancing, on, <laughs> dancing on the table down here, and then uh, upstairs, of course, uh, you know, nice ballroom of uh, suave dancing. So you approach Victor. Indeed. Okay, so uh, as the chef, he says, don't worry, I made sure that the uh, midnight midnight tears was in there when she inspected, but then the antidote has been administered. All right. Is it just the one barrel that this is... Um, the one cask, yes. One cask? So eight, eight bottles of wine. All right. Okay. Excellent. Now, Do I don't think this will work specifically, but I'm going to put it out there just in case. Sure. Uh, locate object. Yeah. Would I be able to use that to detect any further presence of the poison? It does say object, so I'll understand if you say no. I'm gonna say poison and object. Yeah. I can see, like, I can see arguments for both ways. It is a physical mm-hmm. material. Yeah. There is a liquid. Challenge, but I don't yeah. know if there's a detect okay. poison spell. The object. The object is a dose of untainted midnight's tears. Yeah. Done. Go. Yep. Correct. I will, I will let you use it for that. Okay, excellent. I, I like it. I like, I like the creativity. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, unless... I mean, it's not way more powerful to find poison. No, and I would say that liquid liquids are objects. We just don't commonly refer to them as that. All right. We'll play it as that then. So, unless... First of all, Victor. Yes. You wouldn't happen to have a sample of the tears, would you? Uh, oh, yes. He, he reaches into his boot and pulls out a vial. All right. And he, he leans forward, so he's whispering in your ear and says, Now, careful. It's potent stuff. And I don't have any more of the antidote. Understood. But you do. I do. I do. He he does. Does. And I've got and I've got a few other things on top of that. So I would like to use uh, locate object. Basically, describe a name. Uh, describe what name an object that's familiar to you mm-hmm. that I now have. Yep. Uh, you sense the direction of the object's location as long as that object was in, is within one thousand feet of me. Yeah, I, I remember researching this one in detail for when you were potentially going to be using it to find the nimble right. Yes. De- depending on various tracks there, sir. Yes, one hundred percent. You detect you detect that there is no presence of any midnight's tears except for the violet he's holding excellent anywhere at all so the toast itself when's that about to take place uh, actually relatively shortly alright yes. I was going to ask Izzy looks at Victor do you know if there'll be a check later on as the chef mm. he's, he's, just in case anyone's eavesdropping he says my understanding is that she was going to come out and give a toast actually 
pretty shortly. I think she wants to get back to the real party and distance herself a good, a good couple of hours before it, it all occurs. Yes. And so, yes, she'll be coming out very shortly to do, do a toast to make sure that everyone has indulged. Oh, no, I mean like a top-up. So just, just out of game, sure. what Izzy means is whether or not they will check the wine again for any traces of poison. Oh, no, no, no. It was yeah. checked before it was brought Oh, okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. And as far as they're concerned, their chef has had it in her custody the entire Quite time. Quite so. Yeah, exactly. okay. All right. All right. So the only other thing that I want to make sure that can be done. Izzy, yes. I'm giving you the antidote because your spell, the invisible servant, yes. should have some means of being able to uh, administer it if need be. Yes. Victor, whereabouts yes. is the cask in question? He says, oh, it's any any points. That's like the main, it's, it's the main table and all the of all the bottles that were indulged in so far, there are still two that are unopened yep. and they're lined up on the table in a place <laughs> of reverence. If you can... If you can just direct any other manservant or um, assistant away for a moment. Absolutely. Over here, everyone, everyone, quick huddle. I'm going to talk to you about that, your shocking performance <laughs> in doing top-ups so far. Excellent. <laughs> Sloppy. And with that, all that they all run over. All right. I would like then to do two things. I'm going to use Channel Divinity okay. to create uh, a duplicate of myself as part of the trickster cleric profession. Great. That's awesome. Second thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to go in one direction, which is towards where the the other clerics of Tomorrow are located. Okay. So that if Lady Castellanza turns up, she sees that I'm in fact doing the thing that uh, she wants me to do. Great. But my duplicate has a range of 120 feet. Okay. Is I'm going to have it move uh, towards where the casts are, mm-hmm. and I can cast spells through it as if I am at that location. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. Fantastic. So I am going to be casting Purify Food and Drink. Fantastic. Done. Just in uh, case there's anything else by way of a backup poison or something. Just in, in case. Absolutely, and that's probably a really sound tactic, and that utterly works. That's just not a problem whatsoever. That's perfect. I love it. Excellent. All right, I'll just spend the requisite slots, and you're ready for whatever you want to do. So if we do that, then there's no, really no need for me to put the antidote into the last two bottles. We got it handy in the eventuality that we've missed something. Yeah, and to be clear, the antidote Actually, has yeah. been administered to all the bottles. Yes. Yeah, you just have what's left over. You have your own. I'll tell you what, I bet mm. so what you could do is put it inside something else, like some water or something like that. That's... Is there... Water? Like additional yeah. additional beverages. There's a punch bowl with you know a sort yeah. of a, a fruit cocktail. Just okay. In, just in case anyone tries to sort of like, no, well, I don't actually want to drink sauce. You swap it out. I spike the punch with it. Yeah, spike the punch with it. <laughs> spike the punch with the antidote. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, so that all works out perfectly. You you do that, and the commoners continue to enjoy and be merry. Little do they know that they have hopefully been saved a hopefully. terrible <laughs> terrible fate. Mm. At the very least, not 99 will die, which will be there probably are. what we really we, need. We know no longer have 99 problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. And a, and a lit either, one. It was, it was either, oh, <laughs> to be fair, oh, we God. have more than 99 problems. <laughs> we have more than that. So with that, then, do you, do you take your leave from the commoner section here? Um, I wouldn't yeah. mind hanging around just to... Actually, the objective was to reconnoiter. That's true. Do what needs to be done and then make our way... Uh, make our way down. Yeah, but we're going to reconvene. Okay. So yeah, we should we, do that. We have to. So we cut to all of you, all five of you then, reconvening. We'll say that you reconvene in the dining room, mostly because this... For two reasons, actually. First of all, the entrance to the cellar is through the dining room. And mm-hmm. it, is, it is, of course, through the cellar that the temple's secret entrance is. Yes. Secondly, now that it's moved on a little bit in the evening, people have moved on large 
gradually from the dining hall to the ballroom. And so there's few people, fewer people in here right now. So we cut to you in the dining room. There's most of the food and drink has been, uh, you know, picked at and consumed. There are still some wait staff wandering around with both, you know, sort of finger food and also a top up of whatever beverage you desire. The woman in blue is currently sitting there talking to a dragonborn who has red red scales and is dressed very much like a merchant prince. He, presumably this is who, ah, there it is who is being talked to. Neither of the Castellantas are here currently. They're in the ballroom where the main mm-hmm. events are taking place. Uh, however, Lyra Silverhand, yes. you notice uh, currently is here and she is out on the same balcony that you were taken out to. So she's mm-hmm. clearly not used to engaging in these noble parties as much and so really? has, has separated herself a little bit from the rest. Possibly because she was likely very popular and was approached by everybody and she just wants a breath of fresh air. Fair. So that's who you see. What, now you all come together. And if you like, you can all come together at a location near the entrance to the kitchen, which is largely uninhabited. Mm-hmm. What do you do? The poison has been taken care of and then some. Uh, what was that big noise from upstairs? Uh, her says looking at the lock twin. Well, uh, so it turns out the brother of the twins uh, is not is still here. Oh, when, no. When the soul was voided, they became a devil, obviously, and um, for some reason they just kept him locked up upstairs. The children don't know any better, and uh, the little boy was going up and reading him bedtime stories, which was very sweet, but... It was reading a devil bedtime stories. It's yeah. his brother. He's still his brother, and he doesn't know any better. Do we need... Wait, you said it was locked up, though? In it's a cage. Very, very well secure. Otherwise, oh, I don't just... think I would be here. Hmm. You notice that it was, in fact, a mithril barred cage. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Cool. I mean, we should... they, they have the money for it. We should do something about that at a later date. But well, for now, we have the blood and tears. We don't need the blood or tears of this devil. No. I suspect it's a family. No. No, they're already the fool. Already damned. We may. Have, we, I would like to do something about that at a later date. Maybe a little soul exchange, perhaps, for the parents but we'll see what I don't know such things for now we have the blood and tears of the twins alright the poison has been taken care of so now we move on to probably the most challenging portion of the evening yes but it's going to be so satisfying (laughs) well we I guess we will give Hurst the dagger since you seem most likely to be up in his grill oh you have the dagger already I believe (laughs) (laughs) it was you say say, we should give Hurst the dagger and Hurst like pulls the dagger out of his cloak (laughs) sorry actually Nadia had something yeah this is my dagger that I've been using the whole time isn't it no No, this is is oh, the Victor Trench uh, devil dagger. Oh, yeah, my apologies. Now, here's the thing, though. Hurst is going to be up in his grill, certainly, but you don't use daggers. You're not only going to be shape-changed into something, surely. Well, I could but be casting. Also, but if he's an ape, he can simply not subsume the dagger mm. and wield it. You could. Question. Will this automatically kill? Because, or do we need to actually kind of get, from a gaming yeah. perspective, yeah, get the hit points down yeah, and then coup de, gr- like coup de gras? So, to be clear, the dagger has to kill him. But, as in the rules of D&D, rules is written, you can knock somebody out with a melee attack, not yes. a ranged attack. But yeah. if you, when you reduce them to zero hit points, you can choose whether they're alive or dead. So, you can just say that you just knock him unconscious. And then, you know, it's not very not very honorable, but it gets well, the job black guy. Otherwise, yeah, exactly. you need to stab him like a million times. Otherwise, e- either way, you would need to be the dagger that kills him. Then deals the dick killing blood that's yeah. it that just means I'll just have to be very careful with my ranged attacks then as it's very hard for yeah. me to pull punches as it were uh, same here I mean he wears armor right like legs maybe I can he try and do that but it is a lot trickier to hit 
I'll let you do it with disadvantage. This is probably the wrong time to ask, but you do, uh, don't hunters sometimes they if they're hunting quail or whatever they have like the blunt right. arrows. Just before this proceeds any further, because it's got an effect of an hour, I am casting past without trace water in the kitchen. Done. Perfect. I have listed on my character sheet, as I mentioned the very first thing, I do in fact have fouling blunts. You do. And I can fire them with a magical weapon. They do less damage, but they still get the sneak and they do subdual damage. Yeah, so. it's, it's uh, mostly the sneak okay. attack. I've got five shots with them. It's yeah. okay. I just won't. I won't make my first shot, and when I decide he's looking weakened, I saw Schwitz to fouling uh, Do we have to go back through the party to get to the temple? No. no, no it's from the so. kitchen into the cellar and from the Excellent. cellar into the temple. Uh, Hurst crouches and concentrates for a bit and basically he's sort of chanting under his breath and a lot of different animalistic tattoos light up. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then several little fey spirits appear. <gasps> Uh, Tom, I'm casting... And you're doing this in a location that we've specified, which is a shadowy corner of the ballroom? Uh, I thought we were in the, uh, the kitchen. We're in the kitchen. We're, you're in, in the... we're near the entrance to the kitchen. The... Oh, yeah. we're near the entrance to the kitchen. Yes, yeah. yeah, not... Right, I will wait till we're out of sight. That's okay. You can do that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast... I'm going to cast Conjure Animals. Okay. Uh, I'm going to Conjure... Now, I get to... If memory serves, two CR1 creatures. <laughs> yep. Which I think is the one I want... So my ape form is CR half. The problem is, is that uh, I think we agreed, Tom, that you you choose you choose the challenge rating and the number, and I choose what it is. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I need to. Ideally, I would like to be able to be like, yes, I summon two apes, a couple of direwolves. Yeah, the problem is, there's just so many options that it could be at CR one, and some of them aren't. Actually, they're all pretty tough. Who likes the idea of two giant vultures just hanging around with us? Or giant spiders? I think spiders are better. Spiders. spiders. I mean, I didn't get the choice. That's yeah. the oh. or two giant toads. I don't think we get two giant octopus, although that could be really. I think toads, then, toads sorry, would be running out. <laughs> if you're asking, then why are we? Oh, if we can't choose, then why are you asking? Well, it's just that CR one half, I get four instead of two. He's yeah. hedging his bets with what I might select for the various CRs. That's and true. I can get, uh, it'd basically be a choice of oh, four apes, four crocodiles, or four war horses. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> four, right. we don't mind us just walking through this kitchen with four fucking war horses. Sorry, which way to the orgy room? <laughs> oh, God. That's downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No one would even question it. Not to put too fine a point on it, but if you're doing this after I've cast past without trade, Yes, definitely. Four might be too hard to, like, especially if we're in a narrow space. We don't know how big things are. Four might be too many. Yes. Yes. And also to keep track of. All right, we'll go CR1 and just see how the thing plays out. Oh, Tom, fetch me two CR1 creatures, please. All of a sudden, there are two very, very large manifested giant spiders. (laughs) You have the stats for those? Yes. Good. Fun facts, they have good stealth. Oh, it's encouraging. They got what? They have a ranged attack, which is web. I know. Sweet. So all of you are in the kitchen, which thankfully is uninhabited currently. Totally are, you, are you making your way down to the cellar? I think Jess had something that she wanted to do first. Yes, Jess. Yes, potions. Oh, potions. Yes. We need to decide what potions they're taking. Yeah, what we got. What are you drinking? So in terms of overall, this is what we've got. This is our list. <laughs> we've obviously got healing potions. Yep. Cure poison, strength, healing, water breathing. Some of these are funky potions, by the way, yeah. which ha- may have some weird uh, effects. Cure disease, cat's grace, uh, something may. completely random. Cure poison, protection from mind control times three, protection from necrotic times two, based off what people said yep. that they wanted. Mm-hmm. We'll need to- oh, no, we got them for free. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, we've also got a stro- scroll of suggestion, scroll of detect magic, scroll of remove curse, if important. 
Can we have... I don't know how potions work. Can we have a protective potion and an aggressive potion? Say, dexterity and mind control? Or like poison protection and strength? No. Or is it well, just okay. one potion? So if you, if you mix potions, if, mm. you have the, the, if you drink two potions at once, then there is a list of anomalies that can happen. Yeah. Mm. I want to go Cat's Grace mind control for laughs. Really now? No. I'll just take a mind control in all honesty. Yes. Take necrotic. Okay. You, you can. I've got good wisdom saved. I'm going to take necrotic as well. Okay. What does Cat's Grace do? Uh, we'll give you a dexterity of 20. No, no, no. no. Sorry. It just, it just gives you advantage on, on dexterity. dexterity. You also don't take damage from falling 20 feet or less unless you're incapacitated. Seems like mind control is more useful, so I'll just proof myself against that. I agree. Uh, how many healing potions do we have? Quite a few. Oh, good. Mm. Five uh, normal ones yep. and then like three weird ones. All right. Five normal ones. I figure can get distributed one each. Yep. Well, I've, got, I've got the funny ones as well. Yeah. All right then. So it sounds like we are all ready to go with your potions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yes, you make your way through the kitchen. You pick your timing so that the kitchen is empty of servants. They don't hang around in there all the time. Largely now, actually, most of the cooking and preparation is done. And mm-hmm. so it's more of the serving that happens now. You wait for a couple of servants to leave, a couple mm-hmm. of kitchen staff, and then that's it. You open the door to the cellar and make your way down. Thankfully, the cellar is uninhabited at the present time. Nice. You can see it's expansive. It puts yours to shame. It's mm-hmm. got a wow. huge vaulted wine cellar section, another huge storeroom section, which is magically treated to cold so it's you can actually sort of see the misty sort of frost barrier as you Mm -hmm. go to walk in and thankfully due to Lyle's research you know that behind one of the walls of the wine cellar is the secret door that leads down to the temple and so I assume that you make your way to said secret door you'd be correct whom would like to inspect said secret door to see if said secret door is either trapped or locked or both is this a perception check this would be an investigation or perception yes please yes please uh 19 uh-huh. 18. Oh, for investigation. Wow. 25. Oh, wow. Oh, That's a great. <laughs> Thank goodness. You see that there is a very expensive and very potent arcane lock, which is also booby trapped. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, no, that's not excellent. It's a, but it's, but it's, it's good that we saw it. It's booby trapped within, within, with enchantment. Ooh. What's that? So that's like mind control, dominate, that kind of thing? Oh, to kind of suggest that or sleep. it's not there. Ooh, sleep. So whatever trap is sprung. Yes. With this being activated, the trap, the arcane trap, uh-huh. is, is not a fireball or a lightning effect or a poison trap or anything like that. It's, it's, some, it's something enchantment. It's a potent enchantment effect. It's explicitly to keep a person alive. Yes. Uh, so oh, cool. How does one disarm something like this? This is outside of my wheelhouse. Actually, you can no, use... arrows. Even arcane traps, once you've seen them, can be disarmed with regular thieves' tools, but you can also disarm them with just, not, with just an arcane check. So who has a better um, roll out of arcane Izzy or traps gems? I have an uh, arcana of plus seven. Plus seven. What is your? Plus five. Okay. Well, yeah. in that case, this is Done. this is Izzy's time to shine. All right, and I'm also putting guidance on you, Izzy. Okay. So you can add a one d four after the roll. Oh, and Je- heck yes. And Jez can assist you, so you'll get advantage on the roll. I imagine like Izzy being like, "Oh no no no, you can disarm this." Like to Jez and Jez just being like, "You know what? Before you do, no. yeah. Before <laughs> you do, are there any precautions that you want to take? I'm just giving you fair <laughs> um, warning because you know you know for a fact this will actually be very difficult to disarm. And if okay. you fail, then there's 
consequences there. Uh, Hearst oh. is going to move 30 feet back. <laughs> so, well, that's, that's the kind of thing I'm asking. Like, are you going to make sure that yeah. only Izzy and Jez are there? The door. Maybe even Jez isn't there. Maybe it's just Izzy by themselves. I, I don't know. Uh, up to you. I'm we, just... we don't know what the radius of something like this would be. Is that correct? You know it's potent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like the equivalent of a, almost like a seventh circle spell of some kind. But we also know that this place is massive. And it may yes. not even be, we're all thinking, uh, in character, we're all thinking quite, I guess, limited fireball terms. For all we know, what this does is teleports everyone in the room somewhere mm. or teleports something to the lock or conjuration or con- uh, yeah plus also the range of this thing could be huge well <laughs> depends uh, in terms of are we looking at about 120 feet uh, for this cellar as far as how far below ground it is no, oh, no how, it's wide, how area. wide it is no it's, it's it's not actually that big it's I mean it's sorry it's, it's big for a cellar but it's still not it's 50 feet by about 70 feet and it's that's right. Right. We'll just back around the corner. Back around the corner. Okay. And then- Izzy, Jez, you sit there, sweat, a bead of sweat pouring down your forehead as you both work together to disarm this. You helping out, Izzy. Okay. You don't roll. You just you, because you're there and you are trained, you can give yes. assistance. Yes. So, Emotional support. Yep. So arcana. Yes. Yes. Well, actually, you're uh, what is it? Arcane trickster uh, type of thing now. Helps. It's true. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. a little bit about it now. So the two of you, I can imagine, be like, no, no, just up, up a bit. Okay, ready, 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 and you get ready just to scrape away the edge of the root of the arcane rune in the right spot, and with advantage, don't forget. Twenty-eight. Oh. Is that the D4? Yes. Well, actually, hang on. It was it was like 19 on the die. I will tell you that the DC was 25. So, <laughs> so very well done there. Okay. What would it have done? Now that you have disarmed it, you yes. know for a fact that it has a twofold effect. Ah. Number one, it sends a mental communication to someone, mm-hmm. a, a mental alarm. Mm-hmm. And secondly, it also dominates you. <laughs> With Ooh, that, <laughs> easy. <laughs> we would have been in trouble. <laughs> just, just imagining, because he's like, <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Obviously, you're like, haha, there's nothing to worry about. Let's all wait here. The trap is disarmed, but don't go through the door yet. Let's wait here. We, we should wait here and wait for a very attractive wizard to come through. Is <laughs> uh, you all right? I'm perfect. Fine. <laughs> the one you call Izzy, the one you call Izzy is fine. <laughs> I've been instructed to laugh, never to, to laugh to put you at ease. <laughs> this is a very human response. Oh my goodness! Oh wait! Oh gosh! Okay, so you descend the stairs. The stairs are a beautiful dark grey marble with veins of black. As you make your way down. Already, the gentle sound of chanting echoing through vaulted chambers slowly drifts towards your ears. It becomes cool as you go down here. It's like you're stepping into a fridge. Hmm. Your breath starts to mist as you get further and further down, and you go down. These spiraling stairs take you what would be below the cellar, Mm -hmm. and then about to where the the sewer level is, and then further. You think, actually, if this were to be you know, in feet descending, it'd be a good 150 to 200 feet down. Eventually, it opens up into a larger area. And you can see that, first of all, (laughs) there are some, thankfully, some sconces on the walls that have ever-bright torches. Of course, they are in both golden and red flame, which are the colour of Asmodeus. So there's this kind of strange, almost sort of sunset orange ambiance to the whole place because half the torches are bright red flame and half the torches are bright sort of um, golden flame. Yeah. And in this large hall, you can see that there's a spiral staircase that actually leads further down. 
So straight away, you, this is just one floor. To the right, you can see that there's a, an opening there. To the south, there are three cells built into the stone wall with iron-banded wooden doors. And there's a small barred window, you know, like a prison cell mm. or a dungeon mm. cell, I should say, much more appropriately, uh, embedded at each door at about the height of a human's eye. Uh, the cell doors face a stone pillar. Hanging from a hook on the pillar is a ring of keys. And as mentioned, you can, you can definitely hear a very ominous kind of... Like sort of Gregorian chanting. Is this coming from this level or further down you, the stairs? You can't tell. It's, it's, it's further away. You think it's coming from further down. But, but, it, but you think there's possibly multiple directions that it's coming from as well. So at this point, I'll say that even with your keen perception, it's it's rather difficult to tell. My question to all five of you are, yeah. are you making stealth checks? Dodge yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. my spiders were already stealthing at okay. 18. Okay. I just rolled one. Oh, okay. Check yeah, group. All right, everyone, I like it. Group cell check. Let's do it. Everyone is adding plus 10. Okay. Oh, <laughs> wait. On top of what we already rolled? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 21. It's, it's uh, your spiders don't count on this one because you can't. No, nope, perfectly fine. They're, they're, they're plus 7, so. Is he? It's like they're not even there. It's a natural 20. Fantastic. 24 for me. Uh, 28 for Hurst. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff. So that's fine. Yeah. You, 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 you are perfectly... You think a seven foot, a half orc could disappear that quickly. Absolutely. Like you are, you are absolutely perfectly, perfectly silent as you descend. Now you, with your perception checks though, mm-hmm. you, uh, so to the right, to the north, and then there's, there's a, a branch that goes left, like a hallway, a stone hallway. And then there's the stairs that lead you further down. From the hallway to the north west, you, you hear the clank clank of what is clearly a small uh-huh. group of people in full uh-huh. plate armour mm-hmm. trump, 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 trumping up. What do you do? We're not expecting there to be additional reinforcements, did we? No. We kind of just thought it... I mean, they're not coming in alarm. They're just, it just sounds like they're marching around. Like a patrol. Yeah, like a patrol. Exactly. I kind of thought it'd just be like, you know, oh, this is our secret temp- temple to Asmodeus. So we just go down the stairs and there's the temple and mm, right. two people there and we start... Are we still the- on the room with the cells? Yes. All right, so we could hide and run the cells. You could. Are there mans in the cells? You don't know. You haven't approached them yet. Um, you just come down the stairs. With your perception, though, I'll say you sure can't hear, hear much coming from them. That's reassuring. All right, grab the keys. Open one of the cells, take the keys, and close the door. Okay, done. You all hide in the cell. I'll, I'll let you keep that same stealth check. <laughs> Imagine this Benny Hill routine of you sneaking, or, sorry, Scooby Doo routine of you sne- sneaking over to the cells, unlocking them, and with your spiders just kind of following behind, <laughs> your dog sized spiders. And they're on the roof. On the roof, sorry. All just kind of like slink into the cells and close them. And you can see that there is, in fact, a squad of soldiers. They are dressed like the house guard. But the one difference is that down here, they have a red silk tabard mm-hmm. that goes over their armor that has the symbol, the, uh, Asmodeus. the, the Asmodeus, the, the star. And also their helmets down here have got the golden sort of devil mask on. Yeah. And they sort of trump, 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 trump forward. They go down the stairs in the middle of the room. Okay, so it's to the level to the level below. Okay, so in theory we're going to be following behind them. If that's where you go, yes. All right. There's no other way. I mean, other than this floor of cells and the three doors that are there, there isn't any other way of. There's a hallway they came from. I suppose that's true. Which leads leads to a different section, but you know, mm. d- definitely doesn't lead down to the bowels of this place, which is where the chanting is coming from. Correct. All right. Well, I don't know that we have a heck of a lot of choice on this one. Mm-mm. Hurst will sort of like just point downwards. Plug right. forward. That's what we got to do. Plug mm-hmm. mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. Great. Listening carefully for any other sounds of movement that are going to be approaching. I'm happy to scope out the front and everything like yes. that. Yes. And I'm going to give you advantage on top of the plus 10 that you're getting. 
Oh, magical. All right, so you continue to sneak down. Great stuff. So you make your way down the stairs, and the spiral staircase opens up into what appears to be a relatively large chamber. So there's a hallway, a long hallway, which ends at there's actually the, a, a couple of a couple of locations, honestly, that lead out, lead, lead out of here. First of all, in, directly in front of you, as you come down the stairs, you can see that there are two five foot hallways kind of directly in front of you that are about 15 feet apart. And then to the left, it descends south, and then there's a, an abrupt right-hand turn, so continuing in the same direction as those hallways, but in a much wider 10-foot sort of corridor. You can hear very, very clearly that the chanting appears to be coming from both of the smaller hallways in front of you. Additionally, on the back wall of this alcove in the north, there is an 18-foot-high, 9-foot-wide portrait in a gilded frame. The picture depicts a strikingly handsome and impeccably dressed bearded man with small horns protruding from his forehead. He carries a ruby-tipped ruby cane. Anybody yep. can tell this is a painting of Asmodeus. Mm -hmm. And as you descend the stairs, give me an active perception check, please. Everybody? Everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 21. 8. 9. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 21. Mm -hmm. 12. You are going to have to roll initiative as next to you, two devils, two bearded devils that were previously invisible suddenly become not invisible, lying in wait at the foot of the stairs. Jazz rolls 19. Jazz is 19. You've, you've seen bearded devils before. Both of these mm -hmm. have got that green skin and the Medusa-like snakes for beard. Mm. So Jazz is 19. Look. 12. 15. Is it? 19. Who wants to go first between Jez and Izzy? I think I'm happy to do an opener. Yeah. Yes, um, please. Okay. Just... And Nick. Two. Two. No, five. Okay. Good stuff. Now, unfortunately, you are surprised. Ah, yes. Oh, crap. So, all of a sudden, manifesting next to you, dropping out of their invisibility, which by the attacks that they're doing, of course, mm. they are going to go... Now, who is in front Jez. And who would be nearest to Jez? Oh, actually, probably um, me. Yeah? Yeah, oh, probably Hurst. Okay. Right. So both of them, one of them is going to go for Hurst. And they have these huge glades, which they mm -hmm. wield with remarkable dexterity in these confined quarters. One of them swings at your face, Jez, Ooh. and your armor class is... 15. 15, okay. So the glaive whistles over your head and sends sparks flying uh, as it hits the wall above you. Then it leans forward and tries to lash out with its beard, which is just the strangest fucking attack to make. Like, attacking with your beard? I imagine it kind of tries to lock blades with you and pull you in for the serpents on its mm. beard to try to bite you, but they both miss. Hurst. Sorry, real quick. I forgot to roll initiative for my spiders. They're going at 11. Oh, um, can, or do can, you want can them we to just have them go after you? Sure. Just Absolutely. That, that yeah. would just be easier for me. Not a problem. Okay, uh, so Hurst, what is your armor class? Uh, my armor class is 16. The the glaive, yep. uh, you, you do manage to block it, but it does, it does still take the wind out of you as it smashes you up against the wall. For a brief moment, there's a moment of terror as your head is kind of pushed into one of the alcoves with the Everbright torches but of yes. course but of course they're heatless but still just that sort of lizard brain response of having your yeah, face in, like, no, 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 no. in fire for yeah. a split second uh, but then the, and that does hurt you and that does hit you for 8 damage but mm -hmm. then the beard misses you thankfully so you are not poisoned but the snakes come very uncomfortably close to snapping your face top of the round is now going to be Jez uh, so is Hurst within 5 feet of sure. attack I'm considering just trying to get these them down quickly and just going with sleep or so um i might actually just do that okay so 5d8 <laughs> i rolled two ones already good 19 so no 
I'll, so I'll tell you that each of them uh, has more hit points than that, so that yeah. actually has no effect. I'm so sorry. It's uh, okay. Wasn't the word? I tried. No, no, absolutely. No, no problem at all. Now, are you doing anything with your bonus action? Uh, I'll hide. So you probably. I mean, hmm. You, 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 Shadows. You just at the bottom. No, they have dark vision. That's the problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you probably have, probably just have to kind of stay there for now. I you think. You disengage. And yeah, move. I'll disengage instead. So you, yeah, so you can move behind Hurst. Have him take both attacks. Yeah, sure, buddy. Don't hold this against me later. <laughs> That's okay. Easy. Yes. Just saying. I'll put it on the list. Um, okay. <laughs> I would like to... Now, do we want to be quiet That seems to be the idea. Can you throw up a zone of quietude around us? Do you got anything like that? I cannot do that. No. I make things blow up. Hurston needs... You do that very well, spell. though, to be fair. I do. I do. <laughs> There's already been enough noise that any general spell wouldn't exceed. All right, no worries. So, yeah, I will cast Witch Bolt at first level. Ooh, okay, 22. Easily hits, yep. Yep, excellent. Six points of damage so far. So far, of, of course, yes. Hurst. Uh, Hurst will shape change into an ape. Great, done. And that's then putting the spider's attack? Yes, so the spiders will attack. Before he shape changes, he's going to tell the spiders to try and hold the devils. So each of them are going to make a web... Sh- it's a ranged attack, so mm. they don't have to get within five feet. Sure. Which is a plus five to hit. Their armor class is 13. Uh, one hits, uh, the other one misses. Mm-hmm. So one of the devils, we'll say the one that just hit me... Yes. ...is restrained by webbing. So... And it's restrained, so advantage to attack rolls, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, DC 12 strength check. That's awesome to get out but the other one uh, the web sort of misses it to the side fantastic Lyle alright Lyle has been reaching uh, deep into uh, his connection with Taimora mm-hmm. understanding that he's about to step deep into the, uh, the realms of some place that would not be especially evil and as such has been gifted with a cantrip that he's been avoiding for a while but now seems appropriate oh. Sacred Flame oh yeah Sacred Flame Sacred Flame so Bearded Devil needs to make a dexterity saving throw which one is one of them webbed yes. yes in which case does that mean that they don't benefit from that it is Restrained, so uh, Dis- disadvantage on dexterity saving. Then that's the one I'm going. It fails. Sweet. All right. Uh, so that's going to be two d eight radiant damage. Nice. Is that going to be? Magnified in any way? Uh, unfortunately not, but it'll take full damage, right? All right, well, I'll take that anyway. 12 points of damage. Okay. And that's the one that was already slightly wounded? Uh, yes. Fantastic. So, the, the searing holy light smashes it in the face and it recoils back and the snake sides be a hiss and fury. That is then going to be their turn. The one that is restrained is going to try to break three from the strengths. DC 12. Fails. <laughs> struggles, struggles in fury against the, the webbed bonds that restrain it. It fails to do anything. The other one is going to lash out at Hurst and try to uh, swing at you. Uh, one is going to hit you for eight damage as the glaive once again smashes you up against the wall. The, the other one this time. Uh, the beard is going to snap at your face and miss you. Uh, my AC has changed, sorry. Uh, 12 now. What? That, that's okay. So the first one still definitely hits, the second one still definitely misses, so that's all good, Nick. I will propel myself in my... So one of them is restrained, so it's just sneak attack and Bam. with advantage... Bam. Just, yeah, no brainer. <laughs> yep, I hit. That's and awesome. Now. So taking careful aim at the webbed up monstrosity, your crossbow bolt uh, flies home. Four and four is eight, plus Go two on. is ten, fourteen. Plus four. Eighteen. Mm. Wow! Okay, your crossbow bolt ends its life. It goes into its head, and then it explodes into black flame, and is gone. Gross. <sighs> Jez. So the other bearded devil, you do not have advantage on it because it's not the restrained one, but you can sneak attack because Hurst is within melee range. Cool. It's currently locked blades with Hurst. Well, it's blade is locked with Hurst's shield. With, with well, with Hurst's ape. 
Yeah. Oh, that's true. Mm. Oh, I got 11. What, have you got inspiration? You, you rolled 11 or you got 11? Uh, I got 11. Okay, that's not enough. Uh, so I've got inspiration. Do we? Yes, you have it again since... You, as long as you haven't used it since coming uh, down. Well, yeah. that definitely. Yes, that's fine. I rolled a 19 then. Great. So... What have I got now? 4d6? Sorry, 4... Is it with your dagger, it's 2d4 and 3d6. Yeah, that's right. So it is immune to poison. Oh, yeah, so 1d4 and 3d6. Hey, does Pass Without Trace still work on her in ape form? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. At present, I haven't dropped it, and it's got a duration of about that an hour. That is 17. Seven, good start. Very, very good. So <laughs> you stick your dagger into it, and then obviously your short sword as well. No, yes. no, no sneak attack with that one, but you can, yeah, still attack with your short sword. Okay, well, I've rolled a one on that one, so... Okay, that's fine. So its glaive just kind of comes out, tries to bl- tries to block, but your, your blade sinks deep into it. The poison does nothing, but the blade itself sure does. That is then Izzy's turn. Um, now, the one that I... The devil that I was casting... Uh, Which one? Is Which now dead. Right. Yes. Shoot. Okay. I don't know. How's it looking? I mean, it got hit by Jez, but it's still still up and about. You could always hold an action still. until after everyone is gone. Yeah, yes, please. Let's do that. Hurst? Uh, Hurst is an ape. Great. Cool. <laughs> I mean, describing yourself as a good action, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, Hurst, Hurst is an ape, and an ape can only do a couple of things. <laughs> Literally a couple of things. It can punch twice. Great, do that. <laughs> so Hurst is going to just sort of like... It's really weird to see this ape take what appears to be like a sort of trained fighting stance. Yeah, exactly. Just like dukes up. Like boxing. Yeah. Who is your fashion way? <laughs> I'm going to rock your lights. I'm going to give you two tickets to the gun show. <laughs> uh, multi-attack. Blah, blah, blah. Five to hit. Yep. What do you mean reach five foot? Well, everything is. Except for a Yeah, but this is a big ape. It's yeah. not that big an ape. You're not, do you know you're how not, big five foot is? You're like an orangutan where you just hit, hit, the, yeah. damn, hit the damn devil. You're, you're not on top of this oh. thing clawing at dragons and griffins. And I don't think ten hits for the second punch, does it? No. All right, well, first one hits, though. Do you have inspiration still? Yeah. Great. Oh, hit him. No, that's even worse. No, wait, 14. Just 14 hit. Yes, there are classes, 13. So that's two hits. Uh, so that is 12 damage. Fantastic. Just so like... you just swing with your great big ape haymakers. <laughs> sm- you smash into the face. One of the snakes rips off of his beard. Ooh. His uh, jaw cracks slightly. The, the other fist hammers into his ribs. You hear a couple of them shatter. That is then going to be its turn. It is uh, going to sorry, your quick. spider's turn. Spear that is. So first off, let's see if the web recharges. No. <laughs> so, spider bite. 13 hit? Yes. All right. Just. So, 2d8 plus 6 again for damage. Uh, 14 damage. From both? Uh, total. Total. Okay, 14. Good work. This thing. So the spiders just scuttle onto him in a manner that terrifies me, Tom, <laughs> in real life, and sink their, fangs, sink their fangs deep into its neck. It looks really freaked out and starts to writhe and try to shake them off. That is then going to be Lyle's turn. All right, I'll turn my uh, sacred flame towards this um, towards this last double. Fails. Excellent. Miserably so. Roll the two. Nine points of damage. Oh, this thing on the very verge of death, I say. Uh, in its death throes, it lashes out furiously at the spiders. AC fourteen, Tom. Uh, okay. Well, they've got a better AC than it does. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Both the glaive and the beard hit one of the spiders, and so that's going to be nine damage plus eight damage. Now, is the spider immune to poison? It does not say that. I don't so believe. No, probably. Right. In which case. Uh, well, first of all, is it still alive? Uh, how much was the total? 17. 17? Yeah, it's still alive. Okay, that's fine. It has... Dis- it's, it makes a constitution saving throw. Plus one. 
15. That's fine. Great. That's their turn. That is that's the devil's turn. And then it is Nick's turn. Oh. Natural 20. So I'm going to assume that kills him. Absolutely. You know what? You don't need to roll damage. That's just, yeah. You take careful aim. Your crossbow quarrel whistles just over Hurst's ear and sticks this thing right in the eyeball. As it, as it staggers back, the spiders are grasping at nothing as it explodes into black fire. And there, with that dramatic finale, is where we will leave for now. Ooh. Deep in the bowels of the temple, still with the sound of ominous chanting wafting your way. You know Uga that your chaka, greatest fight Uga is yet to come. Uga, 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 Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.